Welcome to episode 305 of Coffee Pods and Wads. We're in the final stretch before the games and Goat are helping us get to know some of the athletes headed for Madison. Last week we chatted to Zabiosa and this week it's Moritz Fiebig's turn. Why not download the Goat app and start your free trial while you listen? A huge library of movements for pre and post workout or just general betterment. The true number one mobility app. You can go to join.whoop.com forward slash cpw for a discounted Whoop membership. You can go to lskd.co and use cpwlskd in all capitals for a discounted uh, wardrobe. Uh, Buildforathletes.com and you can use cpw15 for discounted bags and gear. And get.fitter.training to use the best bags on the market. Moritz is a go-out athlete and an all-round gem. Always fun to talk to. We cover semi-finals, ramp up for the games, and working with John and the program. Enjoy, listen, share, and tag. Have you ever done a live podcast before? I've never done a live podcast before. I'm, How exciting. I'm happy that I, am, I have my first time with you. Peter. Yeah, that's what she said. Nobody, no, <laughs> no girl ever said that. Um, wow! So your box in the background. So you actually you're moving like you're currently moving. Yeah, I'm moving. Yeah, right. Where it's are funny you moving, or why are you moving? I move in Hamburg from the west of Hamburg to the center of Hamburg because we moved like two years ago from the really center of Hamburg, like St. Pauli Center. Have you ever been in Hamburg? No. No, no I red, like, I've been in Berlin, in but I've been in Hamburg. Berlin is not the best town to be in in Germany, to be honest. But we moved from St. Pauli, where's the red light district, oh. to Blankenese. Work, and work Blankenese. dried up, did it? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> we can speak about it later, I think. <laughs> and we moved to Blankenese. This is like a little bit far outside. Okay. Um, and it's really good for my dog here and, and to have like a calm environment and not too much drugs and uh, partying and uh, stuff like this. And uh, yeah, but my girlfriend don't likes it here because it's too peaceful, I think. Okay. And yeah, I'm... Where am I looking? Same pattern. Yeah, my... like right in the middle. No, a little bit on left. A little bit right. <laughs> And then, yeah, like Sternschanze, you can see Sternschanze. Oh, yeah. Zoom in. Yeah, there's, there we live. So that's, that's where you're going to live? We, no, we, we, we live there um, on the bottom on Feldstraße. This is where we, where we live. There's like the Feldstraßen bunker. Okay. You can oh, click here. on it, I think. Yeah, yeah. There. there. Oh, yeah, we live there. Okay. Wow. <laughs> then we moved to the left, to the west, to Blankenese. Okay. And where are you moving to now? We're gonna to move to the to the harbor on the bottom now. When you go to the bottom a little bit, and then to the left, there you can see the U-boat museum. And oh yeah, this is exactly. So you're gonna live in the museum. Bit. Yeah, more or less. Let's, let's <laughs> a have a little look more. around and see. Yeah. Okay, right. oh shit, I'm right. I'm in the museum. Get you out. Are, <laughs> Okay, yeah, so down here, up, up the somewhere. street, yeah, up the street, and then on the on the left. Yeah. No, everybody knows where. Cool. Um, and why you said that? Uh, you said, oh wow, it's very green. I like that. You said Berlin is not great. What's wrong with Berlin? Berlin, Berlin is too big. This guys, what's wrong Berlin with Berlin? Like, Berlin is too dirty, too big. Uh, but at semis, Berlin was good because. 
we we stayed in the um i i forgot the the name of the part of the city again so this time berlin was better than all the other times i've been to berlin because this time everybody was really polite <clears throat> in the mauer park it was uh, directly next to the venue from the semi-finals that was that was really good yeah have you seen something from berlin or only the the venue uh well i stayed i stayed in a hotel that was like quite a bit away because uh, i'm poor um but we it wasn't cheap either but we uh it was my first time using an electric scooter in um same here in berlin they're they're fun they are yeah so the first one i got it was like you download the app you scan the thing and then it said you know hop on and just push off like just push off and it'll just take over and i pushed off and nothing happened it made a noise but nothing happened i was like all right i'll try it again so i like pushed off and nothing happened and i was like okay and then my phone was like this is faulty and i was like this is a shit start to using scooters um but then the second one i get man they've go fast like seriously fast and it was like cheap you know i have nothing really to compare it to but it's cheaper than renting a car it was like five sure. euro or four euro or something got me to the venue yeah. um and the first day we were there we walked we we were somewhere um see i don't know the name of any places but we were somewhere where we walked along where the wall used to be and there was these like kind of bars in the ground and stuff and we yeah. walked along there and the guy i was with uh vincent like he fucking loves a walk so the second day we walked well one of the days on the way back from the venue i was on savannah show when i was walking back and i walked i think i walked for like an hour and 20 minutes really? like on the phone walking back really? eventually just made my way back without you actually thinking about it and then another day with vincent he was like oh let's walk this way and i mean we, we might we could have been in fucking denmark like we just kept walking and walking um so i, I quite liked it because the last time we were there was in 2018 and it was somewhere else it was in like the velodrome or something in 2018 and yeah. i find that area very gray and very like true that is what like, i mean about berlin yeah yeah but the, the it was this year now it was in a nice um it was a nice little area, I thought. That park was we, fucking weird. Did you walk through that park? Yeah, we did. And there have been like a lot of different people. Some people doing drugs, some people playing basketball, yeah. some people doing music or doing this tarot card readings, like where you can yeah. uh, know something about your future. And I said to my girlfriend, should I ask him if I, if I qualify for the games? And she said, I, I, can, I can tell you as well. So yeah. no problem. <laughs> you don't need to read your future for that. Um, what, do you, what do you like to be around when you're competing? Like, is your, would you, if I asked your girlfriend, would she say, oh, yeah, it's great. It's just the same as he always is. Or is it like, no, you can't talk to him at certain times or whatever? Depends on the competition. Okay. And on my on my events on my uh, previous events, <laughs> no, I'm I'm like nervous all the time prior to competition, like the week before. My girlfriend knows without knowledge. So if she didn't knew that, that I'm, I'm going to do a competition, she can, could tell you just because of my of my um, in English, mood. my atmosphere, my mood, your yeah. mood, yeah, 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 my mood, and um, yeah. So I'm 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 different. I'm I'm not the politest guy. I think I'm really focused and. Uh, try to do my thing especially on on, on on semis for example but um yeah everything is like planned like i had a, a team from two people because we did this road to, to the games uh series mm. on youtube and um it's made from two girls or from my box and um they they followed me and they stayed in our home as well and before that denise was like ah is it a good idea to do it with um with us 
that we stay at the same Airbnb together. And I'm like, okay, let's test it. And we tested it and it was, it was like fine, um, better than I thought. So yeah, I, I think I grew, I grew in my mood, in my competition mood. I think like five or four years ago, I was a little bit like more like an idiot than now. <laughs> uh, uh, but like... Are you in general? Are you an organized person? Are you organized around competition? Like, are you are you a bit OCD ish? Like, are you a bit like, no, this has to be that way. This has to be like, what, what's your yeah. general vibe? Too much, too much. I found a new, I found a new um, mental coach like two months prior to the semis, and yeah. after like three sessions, he said to Moritz, "You want everything perfect." just realize that nothing in life is perfect. So we have to work on that. So I think to answer your question, yes, I'm, I'm like, I'm sometimes too, too much uh, into a perfect situation. And that's not, not, not healthy. Sometimes I think. <laughs> yeah. It's, especially in this sport, it's just setting yourself True. up for failure, isn't it? And how did you find that mental coach? Like, how did you, how did that relationship start? Did they advise you or what? That's a little nicer. Um, oh, through yeah. Google, to be honest. Um, I just Googled it because I had a mental coach and that was like a testing mental coaching because she uh, came to me and spoke to me. This is, this is your video, is it? This is the, the road to the games. Yeah, true. Don't, uh, don't do me for copyright, please. I'm trying to help. <laughs> don't, don't flag my channel for copyright. Good, good, good idea, Peter. Good idea. <laughs> um, this is cool. I had, I like I had a mental coach. They they did a great job, I think. Yeah, really did. That's very they're very nice graphics. Yeah. And I'm um, sorry, your mental coach. Uh, no problem. Yeah, you have to watch all the uh, all three videos. It was it's like uh, open quarters, okay. semis, okay. and then games. This is Denise, my girlfriend. Oh, is this it lab? Is the sponsor. Semifinals. Du bist am Arsch. Was machen wir so? MRT gemacht und so weiter und so fort, dann hieß es auch, okay, manche Muskelfaserbündel. That's cool. Oh, the yeah, subtitles. I, I'll watch the I subtitles. snatched 140 and I ripped my, my hamstring, part of my hamstring, three weeks prior to the semis. This is what I just uh, said there. Shit. Um, back to the mental coach. I had a mental coach and then I didn't have any more, <laughs> like for, for half a year. And then, um, and then I thought, okay. Uh, this season, it's harder to prepare for the semis than last season because of all of the external pressure. And I thought I'm tough enough to get to get above it, like to to handle it. But then I thought, okay, to have more fun in this in this preparation, I think is it fun? Yeah, to to be more enjoy calm it. in this. Yeah. yeah, to enjoy more of the process. Right, would be good to speak to someone who's like neutral. And then I, I Googled and I spoke to some of them and I found out that there are a lot of bad mental coaches, to be honest, <laughs> like people, same with personal trainers in, yeah. in, in the fitness business, right? Some, some personal trainers need some uh, personal trainers. And I think some mental coaches would need some, some mental coaches. <laughs> that is what How I found did, out. Uh, and then I found uh, one. Who's, who's the person you're working with now? Uh, his name is Fabian, Fabian Neumann. He's uh, from, from Hamburg as well. Okay. And uh, yeah, like we did it online the first time and the first three or four times. And then I, I went to his uh, to his office and yeah, worked out really good because at first I thought, ah, it's not too good to speak with a, with a guy, like with a male. Um, because I, before that I spoke only to women because I like this like feminine energy and not this... Uh, 
But you, felt, you felt comfortable talking about feelings with a girl, basically, more yes, so than right. you thought you would talk with a guy. Yeah, that's fair. Right, right, right. Yeah. Um, but then I found out that a, that a guy or a man can have this feminine energies and understandings as well. And he had. So, yeah, it worked out really good and, and helped me for the semis as well, I think. And um, so d- does he do, is, is he a sports psychologist or just a general like mental coach? Good question. I haven't checked his CV, to be honest. <laughs> He's just some guy. Um, some, some like, did guy. he know what cross it was? Do you have to explain to him what cross was? Or does, or does he care? Does he just want to know, like, the kind of pressure you're under and then he can deal with that? Does he care about, yeah. like, deadlifts or anything? He heard about CrossFit, but he's not okay. like into it. He's more into tennis and and soccer, okay. um, but he, he knew what what CrossFit is, and mm. then I explained a little bit. But um, it was good for me that it's not like a CrossFit coach or a CrossFit mental yeah, coach. Yeah. Are there CrossFit mental coaches? Do you know that? Like yeah, like t- um, I don't think they're only, but like Tom Foxley, he does like Mindset RX. Oh, okay, cool. Does. Yeah. He used to own a CrossFit gym and stuff, but I don't think he limits himself to, I think he'd talk to anyone. He okay. he calls the people he works with like high achievers. So I think that includes like sport or like other stuff. And then like cool. Ben Bergeron, obviously. And, um, but I don't know if he'd call himself a mental coach. Um, there's a few mental coaches in CrossFit as in just like nuts. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah that's interesting though and that so last year so you said there that uh it was the external pressure so does that mean that like because i spoke to you after i spoke to you after the games i spoke to you before dubai i think didn't i um and we talked about like how you're in madison and how you kind of weren't you know you were happy to have done it but you weren't overly happy with how it went and you weren't you know satisfied we'll say satisfied but uh not satisfied and kind of still hungry i suppose um so then was the is that pressure you're talking about because after that then there was a german throwdown went very well there was dubai went very well there was the open quarterfinals all went very well and then you're heading towards semifinals of this like huge stacked european field where like i mean if you fuck up once chances are you're really going to struggle to get back in um is is it because when you talk about that external pressure, is that stuff that you've heard and stuff that you've read and stuff that's been said to you? Or is it stuff that you maybe perceive to be out there or like pressure that you think yourself, oh, everybody thinks I will do really well because I was at the game, so I have to do really well? Or are you literally like reading predictions and stuff and that's affecting you? I haven't read like predictions or stuff like this. A lot of people said that and I had like in my mind all the time you have to qualify because... Like the first time, it are felt a little like you googling a word. No, I yeah, I, I good <laughs> good idea. Yeah, um, I I thought it was luck, like to qualify for the games, um, yeah. the first time, like because it was only because of the last event, you know, and um, then it feels like, um, I have this German word in my mind, and I just wanted to Google it, and now you ask if I Google it, and no, I don't Google it anymore. No, do <laughs> so Google I, it. Do Google it. <laughs> I think there is no word for it in, in English, to be honest. Um, no, uh, it felt like luck, and then going to this in the, into this season, I thought like, oh, you really have to work hard. I, I worked hard, but still, I thought, is it enough? And everybody's thinking you are going to go to the games again. And uh, for sure he will qualify because he said that. And then we did the, the road to the games. Like two days prior to the semis, I said, fuck, why did we name it like road to the games? 
when I will not qualify yeah, for the let's game. Let's so call it. it let's see a, what happens. <laughs> yeah, let's see what happens. Episode one um, would have been a disaster to not qualify and doing like yeah. a road of the games. That that's like a fuck up, right? Um, so this is like the external pressure. I mean, um, yeah, yeah. And for me, it was like, okay, I I want to qualify again because then I will get these sponsors. Then I will have. Um, like uh, uh, more kind of a legacy because no no one in, in Germany qualified two times for the games, blah, 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 uh, stuff like this. And um, yeah, so that was the pressure, I think. Mm. Yeah. Um, fuck, you put something out of my head there that I was going to ask you because someone, someone actually messaged me today and said, is Moritz the first German to go to the games? Yes, and, and this, I was like... This... Qualification it's, process, yeah. Yes. Joshua did through the national champions, and obviously, there's yeah, a female national champion then as well. Um, who clearly lived on long in my memory because I've forgotten who they are. Um, but you're, yeah, you're the first. Um, you've qualified twice. Joshua did well that year, I think he finished like top 20 or something. Um, I'm happy that he's he, going... he went there. I, I, I got second this year, and for the fifth workout, I went to his gym because he like kind of invited me to the. Mm. For the workout, there was this 27, 25 something uh, chest to bar and thruster. 19.5. Do you remember mm. that workout? Yeah, vaguely. Chest to bar pull ups and thruster. Like a 27 down to six. Anyways, yeah, like 27, 21, 18, that kind of thing. Yes, right. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I beat him. And then if we locked this scores, I would have been first. And then I would have gone to the games in 19. But I'm really happy that he did a redo. I was completely sick this weekend, I remember. And then he did a redo and beat my time. And then he got first. And then this year, there have been a lot of running, right? Do you remember? Mm. Like the, I think the Go Rock running where yeah, yeah. Fraser lost, uh, lost the pound. <laughs> yeah. um, the sprinting, the first event with the legless rope climb, snatching and running, a lot of running. Yeah. And jo Joshua is really known as... A really, really good run. He run, he won High Rocks, didn't he? Didn't he win? Yeah, it's insane. Yeah, yeah. yeah, it's insane. When he runs, I did a competition after the games with him, like rowing 5k, and after that we had to run. And he ran faster than everybody else, and I was really impressed. So he's a really good runner. So I'm yeah. I, I'm happy that he did the 2019 games because I would have I wouldn't have been ready for the games in 19. Yeah. And he was a lot longer in the sport than me at this point. I started cross in 2017. So two years later, I would have gone to the games. And I, I, yeah. I, I think I didn't, I wouldn't have made the cut, to be honest. Mm. So it was good that he went to the games and not me. Mm. Yeah. yeah. You're not the first person to say that, that they missed out and that they're relieved that they missed out. Because like, I suppose at the time, it's like, oh, this would be amazing. But then with the benefit of hindsight, you think, thank fuck, I didn't go. I would have like embarrassed myself or I wouldn't have been able to do what I wanted to do or yeah, achieve what I wanted to achieve. Yeah. Um, so uh, before Germany, then you went to before Berlin, you went to Mallorca and you're on the island and yes. like a training camp. Um, now this weeks. is you, you. So you started working with John. Uh it wasn't you didn't do a full season with him did you it was like during the season you started working with him is that right or yes did you do last season? last year i joined the program um in 2022 for the semis camp okay so you it had done was, the open you'd done quarterfinals you'd done your off season by yourself and you were yes, programming I programmed for myself all the yeah. time and then um, i i hit a message to john asking him like i, I still have the voice message I, I said hey john because the the year before he asked me about 
if I want to go to the to, to the games as a team. And I said, no, but then I had his number and I hit him a message. Hey, you're so experienced. Can you help me peaking for semis? Because I don't know how to peak in CrossFit. <laughs> and then he was like, hey, come over this weekend to a semis camp. Mm. And I booked flights and three days later, I've been on the island. And um, then I joined the program like one month prior to the semis, I think. Um, so he obviously made a big impact because if you stuck with it and then now you've had a full off season working with John, as in like games is over, you're still with the yeah. program. You go through the season. I can hear your dog. That's cool. You go through the season, um, the off season, you do the competitions. You like, you know, you win the German throwdown, you podium in do like you basically in Dubai, you podium in Dubai. Um, and then like, is there a better off season? Could you have predicted that the off season would be that good? Was that like how you like? Did, were you going into the off season being like, all oh, right, like this, like big swing and dick coming back from the games, being like, here we go, or like were those kind of successes like? Do, is that just kind of fuel for the fire for later on in the season, or do you bask in those when they happen? Like you, like this is brilliant, like you know, taking them as big wins, or are they just like stepping stones towards you know Berlin and then Madison? Like, I mean, one more point at Dubai would have been great because first place in Dubai would have been awesome, right? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but yeah, as you said, winning the German throne, uh, got second at Dubai was great. Like, then I knew, okay, it was not just like, no, I will Google the word. I, I don't think that... Fluke, a, fluke. Imposter? Have you, have oh, you yeah, 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 imposter. Yeah, like you felt like you didn't belong. You had like imposter syndrome. Like yeah. a con man, confidence trickster? Yeah, yeah, okay. Um, yeah, imposter, yeah. You were like, imposter. oh, everyone else deserves to be here, but I just like won a raffle and I, you know, like... Yes, yeah, right. yeah. it was a luck. I, I, yeah. I thought it was luck that I went to the games last year. And, um, but then I had like the confidence after German, after Dubai. Okay, it's not... It can't be luck because you you can't... Uh, yeah, yeah. Nobody's that so lucky. much luck in every competition for every like for every um, uh, event planning like uh, you know what I mean. Every embossment is the every what? event planner. Yeah, how is it called? Yeah. Like what? <laughs> how how is his uh, what's his uh, job at CrossFit? Who Boz? Uh, yeah, programmer, right. programmer, programmer. Thank you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Can't only be the programming if you if you win if you go to the games, yeah, win yeah, yeah. German and 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 got second at uh, yeah. Dubai. And there's, what I to there's say. three like radically different competitions as well. Like True. climbing the Burj, that's quite different from everything else you had done previously. Um, I sat in the bus back to the back to the hotel, and um, Brian Friend sat next, like in front of me, and and didn't knew which place I got. And he had his uh, notices on his phone. And I, mm. I watched like this at his phone. And, I, and he was like writing down, blah, 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 Lazar here, Luca, blah. And then Moritz Fiebig, eighth. I'm like, Brian. He's like, yeah, what? Did I get eight plates? Eight plate? He's like, yes, you got, why? Uh, are you not happy? And I'm like, I'm fucking happy. <laughs> like first <laughs> event, it was like a cardio event, like uh, stepping up the Burj Khalifa. For sure, I'm happy with eight plates. <laughs> yeah. 
Yeah. That's uh, the the main thing I took from that is that you say fucking with an Irish accent. That's pretty funny. That's, that's really that yeah. I don't know if it's just because you're talking to me or not, but that was an Irish accent. I think said. it's because Conor McGregor. I really yeah, think it's probably, because of Conor McGregor. Probably. I, I um, listened to him like in the last before the last event in Dubai. I listened to Conor McGregor, and after my fuck up at the semis, um, the rope climb uh, event, the sixth, I, I listened to him as well. And I think till then, I. I, I Right, uh, fuck with F O O K, right? <laughs> Why? What were you listening to of his? Like some kind of motivational thing he had said or something? He he, like uh, something makes click in my in my head when I listen to him because he's so um, like confident. completely confident with himself, and mm. I think this this helps me a little bit because I'm sometimes the whole opposite. And when I listen to him, there's something uh, helping me for my, for my confidence, I think, yeah. Mm. Um, no, we spoke about Dubai, uh, Peter, and mm. uh, I, I just lied to you because I have used a scooter in Dubai because walking by feet <laughs> in Dubai isn't, isn't possible. Yeah. And we used the scooter over there. And okay. that was really helpful because sometimes you can't get an Uber or a taxi in, in um, Dubai. So we used a scooter. But I have never used a scooter in Germany, not in Hamburg as well. Have you used Tier or Lime? Bolt. Bolt was Bolt? what I used. Bolt, B-O-L-T. Really? Okay, then I Because I keep getting, because I'm still getting fucking emails off them saying, hey, have you tried our discount? Really... It's like, I'm not in the same fucking country. <laughs> it's like I was there for a week. Um, do you I know, uh, I remember Brent Fikowski telling me that he used a scooter in Madison to get around, oh, really? like to for in between oh. events stuff. And then they were told they're not allowed to do it after that, I think. But um he said he'll always remember the look that Josh Bridges gave him of like, you fucking pussy. Like <laughs> when he's come past him on a scooter that he wouldn't walk at everybody else. Uh, good to but see imagine him. Had, like, Brent Fikowski on a scooter is really funny. Yeah, yeah. Especially one of the yeah. like actual push pedal, like, you know, like that you really had to work on. Um That's true. Okay, and then so you had your all season with John, and was your was your all season with John compared to your all season programming for yourself or your off seasons programming for yourself? Were you like, oh fuck, this is totally different from the stuff I've been doing, or like, like have you going into say heading towards Madison now because you've done semi prep with him and you've done games prep with him prior to this, but you now you've done an off season as well. Do you feel different this year than you felt last year or other years? Yeah, sure. Like the first thing comes to my mind when I when I think about starting with the program, basically there are two points. Like the first point is John told me, okay, you have to um, have the whole Sunday off, like stay at home, don't go to the box and don't train. <laughs> and like three years, like before I started with the program, I had no Sunday, no day off, like three years uh, the whole time. You know what I mean? You know what I want to say? Yeah. And then I really had uh, had to get used to have a day off, like doing nothing and uh, just walk, go for a walk with the dog or have a sauna or something like this. Um, here's my dog. We can add, we can add uh, nothing to your list of Irish-isms there as well. Uh, can you see her? She's laying there. Oh, yeah, yeah, on the couch. Yeah. Um, then the second thing is I went to the island and the first thing we did is a was a conditioning piece. And it was like every 20 minutes, 5K row, rest of the time going to the on the runner um next 20 minutes like straight into the next 20 minutes um 5k ski go to the runner for the rest of the time and then 10k bike go to the runner for the rest of the, of the time and i think it was two times and i was next to christoph forward 
uh, in the sun. I'd only trained in Hamburg, like like with a badish weather. Yeah. And it was hot. I was sweating a lot. I was cramping and I was rowing like an idiot. I had my knees out. I, I um, put my elbows on my knees. I had my chest down, like around the back. Yeah. And we, we have been like 12 athletes doing it or something. And John st- stood next to me like the whole 18 minutes or something, what it needed to do the 5K and was like, Moritz, knees in, knees in, Moritz, Moritz, knees in. Keep your pace, keep your pace, Moritz, chest up, knees in, knees in. And then um, at some point, Gabby Migala uh, looked to me and, and said, do what he say or I will hit you. <laughs> like, like, fuck, do what he say. And if not, <laughs> I, I'm. it was embarrassing that you're not doing it. And then I was like, I hated John at this point. But then I, I, I went away. I took some breath. And then I was like, okay, it's your fault and not John's fault. So yeah. you have two options now. Stay with the program and do the work to learn how to row and learn how to uh, do the conditioning in the sun next to Christoph and not start crying <laughs> or leave the island and continue programming for yourself. And I choose yeah, what I choose. You know what I choose. Yeah. <laughs> and um, do you like say now physically now, do you feel different than you did last whatever June? Like, do you feel more physically ready to take on the games than you did last year yeah for sure like last year I had the I, I don't want to talk about it like too too much but i had the worst back problems that is why i always say like it was the best and and at the same time the worst experience ever going to the games uh because of this back issues um with my ql um and this year i feel a lot healthier like going into the games yeah. and i feel a lot better prepared like volume wise uh, Intensity-wise, with all the movements, I, um, I I decreased my hours on the gym. Like being being the being the CEO of of the gym, I uh, have a manager now, Arne. He's he's doing a really good job, and um, yeah. So I, I feel I feel I'm more into CrossFit and more prepared in in the whole picture than last year. Yeah, it's kind of like Yana. Like Yana started working with Yami. And he was like, yeah. it just took so much off my plate. <laughs> like, he's like, I just have so much more time to, like, recover, like, to sleep and to stretch and to relax and, you know, go to the sauna and the ice baths because I don't have to think about what I'm going to do tomorrow or type anything up or write anything down or panic about next week. Um, and then, so uh, that first uh, first session with John then, so he's telling you what to do and you're like, you know, shouting fuck off john in your head um and then eventually you start listening obviously um what's he like as a coach because my only experience of him is in this setting or like you know chatting to him or whatever and when i watch him at events he like is the slowest moving person in like the warm-up area he's like always looks like he's on holiday and he's like you expect him to crack open a beer at any moment like he's just so relaxed like super relaxed um i don't think anything like i feel like a weight could fall directly behind him and he won't even like flinch he'll just like slowly step forward out of where the weight might fall um he he maintains um, that that's like a calming he was like you know the athletes are already riled up there's no point we, me like running around like a headless chicken or whatever um what's your what's your um 
time with him like in that coach athlete setting like are you finding is he a calming influence is he like does he get riled up much does he get angry much like he doesn't strike me as a type that would be like shouting fucking come on Morris like I can't imagine him like you know roaring at you or anything so I love John like when I'm around him I feel more calm and more relaxed than next to other person so uh, John is really like, the only thing is when you speak to John you don't know what he's thinking about I think he has like 30 uh, different themes in his head and um, on the competition floor it's the same like John brings me so much peace uh, when I see him um, on the competition floor, or at the competition floor in the warm-up area stuff like this and I remember John standing next to Denise um, in Dubai and Denise asks him uh, hey John are you still nervous when you're here on the competition floor and then he was like checking his phone. He was watching the final event again. He was looking around and then he turned to Denise and said like, I don't think so. Did I repeat it right, right Denise? Yeah, <laughs> she just uh, said yes. Um, that, that, that's John. I yeah. think he is. I, I don't want to say that he's a liar, but I think he is nervous. <laughs> I think he's still nervous. I mean, he's doing this like 50 yeah, years. But even just no. being so heavily invested, like, you know, that... And you have no control over, like he has no, his, his, he obviously wants you to do well. Like, first of all, he wants the athlete to do well, but like his legacy is reliant on the athletes doing well as well and his success and his business's success. Um, so yeah, I think, especially when it's out of your, I'm, I mean, maybe if he's that stoic, but I find the same, I find I ask him a question and as I'm talking to him, I like start thinking, is this a shit question or like the best question he's ever been asked? <laughs> like, is this like, is he like, wow, this is really poignant. This is such a good question. Or is he like, why the fuck is he asking me this? This is so stupid. But like yeah. his face just gives nothing away. And then he just goes, um, and you're like, just hanging, waiting for like, that's a really good question. Or like, no, that's stupid. I'm not answering that. But yeah, he gives, he's just like blank. I love to be surrounded by John, really. Yeah. I remember like it must be the semis camp as well um i said something and he was like can you say that again like like in this can you say that again and i never heard this like quote like yeah repeated or stuff like that. can you say that again and i'm like what the fuck did i say wrong <laughs> like, yeah yeah I, like I, I, say I that again like, oh, i'm gonna hit you yeah 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 yeah, yeah. i'm like oh <laughs> hopefully you will not hit me and it was like <laughs> should I bring the barbell or something like this, right? Yeah, yeah. But, but he asked in this, in this way, and I'm like, I was scared. <laughs> yeah. But no, I really I really love to be surrounded by John. He's like, in the first month working with him, I was like, ah, oh, you are like this little athlete. And he was, he's 15 years in the game. He, he mm. was working with Sarah. He worked with a BKG. He worked with like the best athletes in the sport. And I was like... Um, so happy like being surrounded by him because he has all the knowledge and he helps me with everything he's so calm and stuff like this and um i was like a little bit wondering why is he wasting his time with me you know what i mean because when you have a coach in front of you who coached idols like 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 i said then you you are like what, what what's going on here but I, then he said at some point I know that you can make it to the games because I saw you, I, I, I spoke to you, um, you are mentally and physically prepared for the games. And then I, and then I understood, like it was like a, a, a clicking moment or, or mm. stuff like that, that I understood, that I realized, okay, he's really believing in me. And that was like a big point for me to 
to go to the program, to stay with the program and to like invest more time and go more into CrossFit and, and less into like working business, stuff like this. Yeah. yeah, I think as well, the thing with John is he doesn't waste words. Like he won't say, sure. he wouldn't tell you like, oh, you can do it if he doesn't think you can do it. And he wouldn't tell you like, you know, he wouldn't tell you, he just doesn't waste words. Uh, Corey says back to the bar, that actually wasn't John. Because I asked John about that. That was that guy that he runs weightlifting 101 now, and I can't remember his fucking name. Eric. Um, Eric, yeah, that was Eric. That yeah. wasn't John. Because I thought that was John. I asked John about it the first time I had him on, and he's like, that wasn't me, that was Eric. Yeah. Um, but John was there. John was there on coaching yeah, yeah. as well. But it was John and Eric. Eric is also the guy that got kicked out of regionals in yeah, Berlin. Yeah, that's true. Um, yeah, he sounds like quite an aggressive guy. Um, Eric did a, did a, so, yeah. um, a weightlifting camp at CrossFit St. Pauli back in the days, like 2015 or, or something, like yeah, time before I I bought the company and I heard a lot of stories about Eric. <laughs> I'd say he could write a book, man. I'd say he could write a book. Yeah. And he there's must, he must. Slater, German Steel and Keymaster. As a German hearing Moritz's accent, it's just so cute. I feel like that, yeah, I feel like that might be someone misunderstanding the word. You cute. call me cute? Tell me your address. <laughs> yeah. um, gives him some German steel. Um, the uh, so I was talking to somebody, somebody about. I was talking to Cam Porter in Berlin, and we were kind of chatting, and he was saying like, he was saying how I was kind of saying like, geez, Torian looked epic. Like it looked unbelievable because he had been a Torian and then he was in Berlin and he was like, yeah, but this is better. Um, like he said, Torian is brilliant for the venue is brilliant. The crowd is brilliant. The, you know, the workouts are great. The organizers are great. The athletes are great, everything. But he was like, this has more like moments because obviously the field is stronger so then you have these moments where it's like, shit, anyone could win this because there's like five really good people at gymnastics here or there's 10 really good people at lifting or whatever. Whereas he was like, in touring, you can kind of say like, yeah, Jay will probably win this one. Yeah, like, ba you know, Bailey will win. Bailey will do well in this one. Baden last year, whatever, you know. Um, and another thing he was saying is missing is, and I think he was talking about, and I don't want to misquote him, but I think he was talking about in CrossFit in general, is like that showman kind of, you know, like someone who like relishes the moment and like yeah. absorbs the moment in the moment, because I think you see it sometimes from like Medeiros when he won, you have that picture of him like shouting and the video of him shouting or whatever. It's on the movie. Yeah, poster from, his parents. Yeah. 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 Um, but like the rest of the week kind of bit non like, you know, he looks happy when he wins something or whatever, but he's not like, barking, you know, like lapping it up or whatever. Um, and that made me think of you straight away because I was like, well, Martz fucking lives for this shit. Like, and now that you say that you watch and listen to Conor McGregor and stuff, it kind of like it's adding up of like, you I are free in this octagon. <laughs> yeah, you are. You are like, you're the European showman anyway, from my perspective, because there is that kind of thing of like, like all the successful or a lot of the successful CrossFit athletes from Europe have been Icelandic or Scandinavian, um, who, generally speaking, are not very outwardly emotive people. They're kind of, you know, stoic, like the nod and gentle fist bump or whatever. Um, but, like, something that I agree with, Can is that is missing is what you're bringing, um, which is part, like, I like you as a person, so I want you to be successful anyway. 
I like you as an athlete, so I want you to be successful. But I love you as a showman where you stand like hands out. You were like multiple times over the weekend, like baying the crowd to be louder. And I know it's on home turf, but I feel like I can't see you being any different in Madison than you were in Berlin of like enjoying that moment when you actually achieve something that like when a workout is over and you've done well, basking in it rather than just like quietly acknowledging like oh great thanks on to the next one because like there might be 15 workouts over the week and it might be the ultimate goal might be to be on the podium or it might be to be you know top five top one whatever but like those 15 potential moments over the weekend they're fucking priceless like people would kill to have one of those moments and it'd be very easy to like let them pass you by and i also think as a spectator and someone watching the sport and like sometimes commenting on the sport it really adds something that is missing of that someone who's like going to rile people up into not in a oh i'm a dickhead and i'm going to rile people up but in a like you know come on louder like i need i need more or whatever and like it's great that you're doing that like i love that you're doing that is that something that you are intentionally doing for yourself to boost confidence and to feel better about what you're doing? Or is it something that just like, you're not even aware that you're doing it when you're doing it? No, you spoke so much. I, I need some notices. <laughs> I had, I it was, so it was 90% compliments. In that Wait, question no, no, the shut end. up. Shut up. <laughs> no, I'm kidding. Sorry. Um, so first point i was shy back in the day so when i went to school for example i was shy um then i then i went to the bodybuilding stage i did natural bodybuilding in germany just to get rid of the the feeling to be shy in front of a crowd because you Mm. don't have to speak when you're naked and with brown color on the on the stage right that was the first step i did to to um to achieve things i wanted to achieve second thing is i looked at colt mertens and if you look at his finishes he's like okay and off to the next one or like little shy as well like not um not partying or stuff like this not not celebrating and i was like ah that's really cool because um he's not happy until he's the best i think right i i I think that must be one of the reasons why he's doing like this but then i said no i really love this a lot of people ask me like the roll over the bar after linda was it planned and I was like, no, that was like a last, last second, uh, last millisecond decision because I knew the chip timer was on my left foot and Henrik is next to me. I have to get the chip timer uh, above the line uh, faster than him. And um, nothing is planned, like in celebration-wise. The workouts are planned. Everything is planned. But um, I always have like the worst situation in my head because when I went to the Lowlands Throwdown at Sanctionals, for example, in 2018, um, the staging was the worst staging. I've, I, I've sometimes I have nightmares about this staging because you have you had to go downstairs through a tunnel, then upstairs again, and then you are in the back of the rack and going into the field, and that was like one year, one and a half years into CrossFit this year when I went to Lowlands. And I was scared. I was like the the like the worst mentally the worst pe- the worst prepared guy in the in the in this tunnel in this down tunnel. You know what I mean, right? Yeah. Um. So this is always like in my head when I go to a competition. I hope the staging and the and the like going into the event is a good feeling. Um. And <laughs> sorry uh, for the voice uh, for the noises. Um. And this is what I what I'm prepared for, and then I'm 
in the competition and I know, okay, I just did German, I did Dubai, blah, blah, blah. I've been to the games. And this year um, I was, I was able to like feel it, to, to be in the mo in the moment, to be in the competition mm -hmm. and to be happy because this year I feel like I'm, I'm where I wanted to be last year. And last year I was the new one. Um, I, I had to struggle with a lot of things um, at the Lowlands Throne last year. Everything was new. Everything was so stressful. I just joined the program and this year I felt more confident. Um, so I went into the competition like with the plan to enjoy it. And then in the first event, have you been to the first event? No, I missed the first. No. Yeah, the slab pole. Yeah, yeah, I was there. Yeah. Yeah. And then last I, I i was in the last heat and uh in lane six and this, um, the commentator said my name and the spectators have been so loud mm -hmm. and i was i was like okay this is the best feeling ever i dreamed about like this situation where people scream my name like cheering for me and knowing that my mother uh is in the first that was her first crossfit event is in the in the spectators area as well and hearing her name like her last name um, a lot of people um, went there or have been there with my shirt like with the phoebic supporter shirt on what we uh, which what we sold before what we sold event. yeah what we sold before the event thank you <laughs> um, Look at this. you get a conversation on an english lesson it's so good that's perfect. Appreciate. It. Thank you. I will yeah. PayPal you the twenty bucks uh, yeah. afterwards. Okay. I was going to say I don't um, want to. I don't want a German lesson. So this isn't quick pro quo. <laughs> I want. <laughs> I want cash. next podcast. <laughs> put a put a one in the chat if you want to put next podcast in German with Peter. Okay. Thank you. Appreciate <laughs> it. I'll ask you where the library is like five hundred times. <laughs> just go bibliotech. And you ask me again. Save. Ask hmm? me again where the library is. Uh, oh fuck. Wo ist das? D. Oh, die Bibliothek? Bibliotheke. Sehr gut. Ja, ja. Direkt geradeaus um die Ecke, Peter, und dann findest du da auf jeden Fall die Bibliothek und weißt, wo du ein Buch lesen kannst. Oh, prima. Danke. Ja. <lacht> so, to get back to it. Thanks uh, for coming on the, the show. <lacht> Have a good evening. See you again. Yeah. That was the best feeling ever. And going into the competition, the first event was like perfect, right? Because we had like this slowish start on the bike. Everybody knew you don't you will not nobody will go nuts on the on the on the bike um and i i shut my eyes like for the first two minutes then they said my name and i was like so hyped i opened my eyes and i was like at 85 rpm and i'm like fuck that was too fast <laughs> just because everybody screamed my name uh, yeah funny. but it built over the weekend then where I think obviously they were they were happy that you were there and they were excited. I was like, oh god, we kind of own this guy. Like we're German and we kind of, like he's German. That like we kind of own him. Um, but then also like because your performances were delivering, then then there was like this also this thing of like, oh fuck, he's doing really well and we own him. This is like better than <laughs> like you know this is going way better win, than we thought it would. Um, <laughs> did you talk to your mom afterwards? Do you talk to your mother um, after the event? Like, did she mention? Obviously, she was like, oh, you know, in whatever, like, German accent that I'm not going to do. Um, you know, I'm so proud of you, little Mo. I'm, <laughs> you know, like, little cleaning Mo. chalk off your cheek. Um, <laughs> but, like, did she mention anything about that kind of stuff? Like, was she like, God, it was crazy how loud they were? Like, did she comment on that kind of thing? 
Yeah, she was like, oh, everybody's wearing a Phoebe shirt. That's crazy. And everybody knows you. Uh, yes, mom, uh, that's what I built the last uh, three, four years. <laughs> Where have you no, been? it was funny because <laughs> I remember she made she made herself an Instagram account and uh, she she looked my stories and I did a one in a one story. I did a back squat with like a, a, some weight and she was like, can you please let help someone yourself for for this for this what you're doing there? Because it, it looks like really heavy and you struggle with it. <laughs> That was like her first uh, point um, with CrossFit. And um, I, I, I don't know if she really understands CrossFit. Like, yeah. she's not silly, but CrossFit, to explaining CrossFit is like really hard, right? And she's looking some some CrossFit and some of my, my videos as well, I think. Um, but then in the event, she was like feeling the atmosphere, not looking the live stream, for example, because in Dubai, yeah. I sent her the live stream from the last day, I think. I don't know. Um, and she didn't understood it. And then we had some coffees over the weekend in, in Berlin and seeing her in person, like happy. And I am happy because like being a CrossFit athlete, for me, it's like this. I don't know if every athlete is, is like this. I um, I'm really focused on one thing or two things, like the business, CrossFit St. Pauli and... Um, and CrossFit and mm. I don't have too much time to visit my mom because she's like four hours drive away from from Hamburg and so we don't see each other too often what I'm really not not too happy about sometimes but then we saw um, in Berlin she saw what I'm doing what I'm building up and what I'm like what I'm living for more or less mm. and um, seeing her then drinking coffee in Berlin with her <clears throat> like with the success I had and seeing her really proud uh, was great but then understanding as well if I would be like um, uh, at, working at the supermarket or doing a CrossFit competition in, in Germany, she would have she would have been proud for both because I'm her son. And realizing that was a great thing as well, I think, in Berlin. You know what I mean? Yeah. I mean, she's definitely prouder, like watching you compete in CrossFit than watching you put tuna tins on a shelf or whatever. Like she's, it's, could, di could it's both proud, but a different kind of pride. It's like same, same, <laughs> but different. <laughs> Um, that's cool though. that's lovely that's really lovely to hear um, yeah I had a job interview earlier on today and um, they were like they were asking me what what skills do I have for the role and I said like oh uh, like pretty good communication like I'm you know I'm I'm I do well at conversations and stuff and they were like oh I have an example of that and I was like oh fuck's sake do I really want to tell them <laughs> that I run a podcast like I was what like is this say? really something I want to say so I said, oh, I, I run a podcast and it's gone like reasonably well. Um, and they were like, oh, what's the podcast on? And I was like, oh, fuck's sake. So not only now have I said I run a podcast, now I have to say CrossFit and then explain what CrossFit is. So I was <laughs> like, oh, CrossFit, um, like fitness, you know, like fast, fast fit, fast fitness for time, basically, like working out really quick. Um, I was like health and fitness. And um, one of them pretended to know what CrossFit was was like oh crossfit yeah yeah clearly didn't have a fucking clue what i was talking about but like you know humored me um sure. i i don't think i got the job i didn't get a phone call about it so i don't think i got it but anyway but, um but, it was just for uh it's still in the same so i'm i'm a teacher and then the job was like I know. homeschool liaison so it would be like going to families houses of kids who might be at risk of like dropping out of school or whatever and telling them like okay. hey man school's great maybe you should come to school it's really cool um but yeah no I, I would have heard by now there's go wild look um always 
there. The that best was mobility something... app in, in the world. Isn't it? Isn't <laughs> it? It is. Um, I just did a GoBot session. Library of protocols that are tailored directly for you because you do your mobility test first. Um, what I was going to ask you about there, yeah, GoBot put that into my head. So you're with GoBot now, um, yeah. and you're with Rain, and you're with Whoop. Um, and I was curious, so like, I'm assuming those kind of opportunities are presenting themselves more now and you have more, you're more in demand. Cause like you said, like you make it once companies, you know, they might be like, Oh, like let's work together. But they also might be in the back of their head thinking like, was this luck? Like what? You know, for thing, you know, I guess. And then you win Germany and then you like, you know, basically win Dubai, you come second. Um, and then you qualify in Berlin and like, it's just podium, 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 podium. So now they're like, Oh fuck, this guy's the real deal. Have you noticed like more, like, have you had to hand that off to somebody else? If you had to say like, Hey, look, I, this is too much for me to deal with. Like the, you know, this is basically just a different kind of distraction than the distraction I had from programming for myself. And then are you finding yourself having more pressure to deliver on your end? Like, are you, is that kind of an extra weight of responsibility to be like, Oh, now I have to make a post or I have to do this or do that. You're a really good communicator, Peter. You didn't light in your <laughs> in your Vorstellungsgespräch heute mo- uh, this morning <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, interview. So uh, I have a manager. Uh, she's she's uh, Carmen. She's working with the program. Oh, as yeah, well. yeah. She's the manager at the program, and she's helping me with this stuff. Uh, we just signed a new contract today. What I'm really happy about um, because it's but about food. But you can't say. I can't say it's Alaska seafood. It's great. I oh, okay. get the best, the best fish now. <laughs> That's really good. Um, and what I wanted to say, she's helping me a lot, like with a lot of things. Like yesterday, I had a session. Um, it was like heavy wallboards, heavy box step over and box jump over, and I uh, needed a 12 kg ball, like a, a med ball. I just have a yeah. 15 kilo ball in my in my in my gym and i hit her a message like saying basically hey carmen i need a 12 kg ball uh, before that I, I i screamed to my to my student he's he was sitting at the desk Arne, order order a ball like a 12 two 12 kg balls and he was like okay i will do and i was like in my head ah carmen can do i hit a message to carmen carmen can you please figure out if you can find two K, uh, 12 kg balls and she's like okay um, let me that I, I will handle it and then like two days later the 12 kg balls have been there that was really um or will be there that, that's really helpful she's she's helping me with a lot of things uh, she stayed in berlin with me for range shooting for example and helping me with a lot of stuff there like with eating with um handling uh, all the all the um all the communication is that, is that awkward at the start is that like um you know like when someone uh I don't know, somehow becomes a king and like they feel uncomfortable with, with you know, like I'm not calling her a servant, but like with people doing everything for them because like I hate it. I, yeah, because it, it's awkward. And, you know, it's like, no, I'll, it's fine. I'll do it myself like I don't you don't have to do that. And then and then I suppose you just get used to it and it's like normal. But yeah. I'm assuming the first couple of months is like, no, Carmen, I'll do it. It's fine. You can ask Denise when we go to a restaurant, what really non happens too often. And when they're like the service uh, people um, like uh, what, what the hell are they doing? Waiters, like, yeah, the waiters um, bringing away the, the the dishes or stuff like that. I always bring the dishes to the kitchen, right? 
I always like help them to to collect all the dishes, stuff like this. I'm the same. I'm fuck, I'm like wiping the table all, all the time, all the time. And Denise, like, what the fuck? You're paying for it. Why why are you doing like <laughs> what doing this? And um, I'm like, yeah, I I don't like it when someone serves me. Yeah. Right. Yeah. yeah. And someone serves me, and that was something I really had to get used to um, when Carmen did it, and I still have to get more used to it because I. That was awkward asking her. Can you can you ask yeah. someone to send? The thing me is as well, you don't you don't want to be a dick either. Like you don't want True. you don't want to ask a question that's like in, at the other True. end is like hey, you fucking asshole. Get it yourself, right? You know, like you and then you know, and then you know a lot of other athletes who are not like saying thank you as well. You know, mm. like saying Peter, bring me a coffee. You bring me a coffee, and I I, I take it, I drink it, and I, and I go away. You know, you see mm. these examples and. The, then you have to you, you I think even more about like asking for something. You know what I mean? Yeah. Hmm. That coffee would have piss in it by the third or fourth time that happened. To be honest, I wouldn't. I wouldn't. If someone's asked me for a coffee and I was bringing them a coffee and they were never saying please and never saying thank you, it wouldn't be coffee by coffee number four. It would just be like <laughs> it... two. I know it's the second one would um, have been with spit. Ah <laughs> no, I'd let I'd let two or three go by, and then I was like, "This isn't a coincidence. This is a trend. Like this is happening so all the time." If I would ask you about a coffee at the games, you would bring me a coffee, yeah? Yeah, I would. Yeah. Oh really? And then if you asked me the second time, I'd bring it again. And if the first and second time didn't have please or thank you, and the third time didn't have please or thank you, the third one would have trend in it. <laughs> <laughs> and I'd be, I'd be like pointing at the drug testing guy, I'd be like, "Have you seen this guy?" Okay, look, I won't keep you too much longer. I just um, with uh, Madison then. So you, you know, last year you didn't have the the most, um, you didn't have the experience you wanted last year with injury and stuff heading in. Um, this year you're feeling good, you're feeling fresh. Um, what is the aim? Like, have you got obviously? I always feel kind of stupid asking this because, you know, the general answer is, well, you know, obviously you're relying on other people doing well or not doing well or whatever, and you have to do it. You know, there's a lot of variables and stuff, but like, have you got a placement in your head? Is it just like, just get through the cuts and then see what happens? Or have you got something in your head? Let's say a rogue invitation would be nice. <laughs> okay. Okay. <laughs> I can see, uh, yeah, I, I have you top 10. That's uh, I, oh, really? I, yeah, I figure. I think we did. So I did this thing with Barbell Spin, the um, the spin poll. I think I have you. I think I had you in eleventh, but we're updating it now for oh, July. Really? I think I'm moving you to tenth. That um, is what I meant with external pressure, Peter. Yeah, that's <laughs> how. Do you, how do you feel with? So obviously, like people send messages, like someone you know, you might put up a story, and someone might be like, oh, "Yeah, you're gonna fucking." come fifth at the games and you know like oh you're gonna win the games whatever is that like last year last year someone like... so a lot of people wrote like ah you you're gonna be the fittest man on earth this year and i'm like what the fuck is going on here <laughs> sorry I, yeah. I interrupt you is it is, but is that like do you take like do you take those kind of things like because I, they're mean well like they're trying to you know do, but then like obviously it's it is that kind of pressure thing like do you just like do you hand your phone off to denise say like the week before a competition is like here you yeah, just yeah. do that she's answering the questions like the week before because i i don't want to have these things in my head yeah um like i i only meditate and and read books uh then the week before uh, i think or i try to not read all the messages um and i remember in dubai brian friend said i will get 
I don't know what he said. His prediction was like seventh, tenth, yeah. or something for Dubai. And I remember the last event. I looked at him and I pointed at him and, and said like second. And <laughs> in uh, in Berlin, he his prediction was fifth. I think. Yeah. I, I think yeah. And then in the last, I I pointed at him again. I think, third <laughs> so yeah the predictions are funny um first time i saw it it was it was like okay they they know my name you know mm-hmm. like like they know who i am uh what what is great uh, i didn't uh, care too much about the placement what is in the predictions but yeah it's just good that 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 someone is speaking about me to be honest but uh yeah no i think i'm i'm, I'm there and uh, yeah <laughs> So rogue invitation would be would be great. A uh, good experience at the games would be great, um, and having mm. fun more fun than last year because now I know what I can expect from the games, um, and I, I think I will feel more confident going into the games. And yeah, I think uh, physically I'm on a good position with the program. I have a great team uh, behind me or with me, and yeah, I'm looking forward to have a good a good preparation. I will leave tomorrow for. For Mallorca and we'll stay there till the 21st of July and on the 21st of July we will go to Chicago and drive from there um, straight to Madison mm-hmm. and then the games will start two weeks later wow okay one week, one week, uh, one week. yeah um, and is Denise going to Mallorca and Chicago and everything as well or is she going to like everything. meet you over there okay yeah and last so year I ha- went two weeks prior to Chicago alone uh, like by myself and now she will come um everything with me yeah yeah that's cool um and when do you have to be out of your house out of your apartment uh tomorrow oh, <laughs> it's funny because we we quit the rental here Is yeah, it yeah right english yeah we quit the rental um f- to the first of July. July and the new apartment is from the first of August like we are one month vagabundo homeless yeah where are you gonna put all your stuff here because we know like one of my coaches is um is going into this place <laughs> oh so he's just kind of a but, wall of feebig shit yeah that's that's true yeah but she said it's fine i hope it's yeah. really <laughs> um like going into the semis we had like one month of of, of being homeless without knowing yeah. that i will qualify for the game so that was like a risky a risky thing uh but no we're gonna go to the like everything runs out as planned uh we will go to the, to mallorca for the for the preparation for the final preparation so everything worked out really well would you go to the games again if you if you and i like you know hope and pray this doesn't happen but if you had a twinge like if you felt like oh that's a bit sore like that's you know or like you say you pulled your hamstring snatching a few weeks before semis like would you go anyway or did last year's experience would that put you off because i know a lot of people do that where they're like fuck it i'll go i'll see what happens in the first event maybe i'll hold together a bit of tape bit of you know a few ejections or whatever like yeah. would you do that again i, w- I would do i know that i would do it again I, yeah. because i know that the worst pain is like you can handle the pain in in some way depends on the pain i think but um john is john is an osteopath uh, he, he he has a good understanding of of, of pain uh, the mm. other coach chris uh, at the program who's who's coaching me as well uh, he has a good understanding of pain he's a big um, tall guy yeah yeah right the german big tall guy yeah emotionless like fucking robot doesn't he same as john like just doesn't give he actually gives you he actually gives you less than john gives you emotion wise 
but True. the only emotion he seems to have is anger. <laughs> like he just always looks like he's going to tell you to fuck off when he stops. <laughs> I right, met him in right. Miami and I was like, sat him beside him for, I don't know, about 90 seconds. And he just goes, I love your podcast, by the way. <laughs> I was like, I thought, <laughs> okay, the warm up area, the way he's looking. Oh, really? Yes. Chris is like Chris is the best guy. He's he's coaching me, as I said as well, uh, because when I um, when John sent me the program, he sent it through uh, WhatsApp. Now Chris is doing the program, um, mm. delivering it through, not fitter. Yeah, <laughs> I'll just add it out when he said not. <laughs> and um, yeah, Chris is Chris is really really great. Like he, when you ask him about the fourth event in two thousand. 12 at the games yeah, yeah. he will clearly say you the the event and the cue the the points uh wow. what you have to think about that's really crazy and who won it and and what was looking like blah, blah blah so chris is really the brain i think and um yeah chris is funny i i told him like about some german guys who did in in the quarterfinals for example this this and that and I said, ah, I beat this guy. I beat this guy. I'm really happy. And he, I'm, I'm like, I, I'm not happy because he wasn't like showing some emotions. He's not showing emotions all the time. But um, then he was like, Moritz, we don't compare you with this, this, and this guy. We compare you with the best of the world. And then he yeah. left. And <laughs> so this is Chris. <laughs> so really, really good combination to have Chris and John um, like to 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 feel well. <laughs> yeah, I love these um... guys. There's Marius. Love the way you cheered on Victor Hoffer. I think that is uh, on the rope pull. Amazing sport, sportsmanship. That's the shit we love to see, though. Um, I promise I wouldn't keep you more than an hour. We're on an hour and three minutes, so I let you go. You did. Um, I will see you, in Madison. I will bring you a coffee, in Madison, at some point. Um, great to catch up with you. you. Great to uh, talk to you. I love spending time with you. You're a great guy. Um, I hope the the move out goes well and I hope the the camp in Mallorca and trip to Chicago and everything goes well and all the best to everyone on the island. Appreciate it. Thank you so much for your time and uh, yeah, speaking to me and helping me with my English.